is your father beyond the grave again. You need to use more coupons. You're a disgrace to the Jew heritage. They, I'm watching you. You got to be a better Jew. You know, I don't want to be all judgmental, you know, but this is sick. It's sick and wrong. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, Simon. And I'm Harrison. Harrison, uh, you appear even more nervous and uh, and sweaty and uh, exasperated than usual. Is it because of the upcoming Europe trip? Yes, it is. So really, are you just um, just on edge? Just, what, what, what's what's whenever your deal? You I go fl- there once a year. Whenever I have to fly anywhere, I'm like a mess for days beforehand. Because I'm like, I got to pack, but I always wait to the last minute. And I'm just something about getting, packing, getting to the airport getting through security you know like it just i'm a mess for days Wait, so that just agitates you causes yeah. you anxiety yeah wow you definitely like you definitely seem much yeah. more anxious than usual I, I really don't like it is it because it's like a disruption to the routine it's a shit always goes wrong and it's i always like barely make it there's always like several things that go wrong and uh cavity search going yeah, through tsa that happens sometimes you know? I can't even imagine what they'd find and it's just like i i, I don't uh, i don't care for it man i don't care for the process <laughs> it just it just i i'm a, and it's totally rational because it's like usually it's fine you know there's some annoying things that happen but it's like it's okay it's not the end of the world but oh man it's, so it's not a it's not a fear of flying. No, once I'm it's on the, the plane, it's I'm the fine. process to yeah. get on the seated on the plane. Yeah. Just like the traveling to LAX, yeah. going through uh, security, yeah, packing, just all that packing your clothes. Also, booking air travel, I'm a mess about. Wow. So it's just so it's sometimes just I'll try normal. to book a flight and then it'll go through the process and be like, oh, sorry, this is no longer available, and I'm like, I can't do this, and I like I don't I then I wait another week to book a trip. So it, it's interesting to, to to me as a normal functioning individual in society. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, I go book a flight, mm. put a bunch of shit in a suitcase. I try not to pack high, mm. and that that's a bad thing to do. You ever do that? You ever you ever notice that? Overpack? No, you just oh. pack stupid shit. Oh. Like you're like, yeah, I'm, this is be cool. I'm gonna throw this in here, and it's yeah. just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah. a, you know, I got some like fucking tank top, you yeah, know, with yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, I need some spandex. I need a copy of Shoots and Ladders. Yeah, totally. You just throw, but no, what I usually do is, but I'm one of those guys too that does it like, you know, three hours before. Just grab a bunch of stuff, throw it in a suitcase and go. It takes me like 12 hours to pack. I guess things like that don't really freak me out. But you get freaked out about the little things in life. I do. Yeah. If you like, if you like killed somebody and called me up and were like, I need your help. I'd be like, I'd over here with garbage bags and shit. And I'd be like, cool and collected, you know? I've gotten stranded in in a, uh, a Nazi Aryan compound in West Virginia. Handled that like a fucking pro. Uh, but if it's like we need to go to the grocery store, I'm like, oh god, I don't, uh, do a load of laundry yeah. at the wa- yeah. at the laundromat. Oof. Yeah, it's, it causes you some yeah. stress. Yeah. So it's just even just normal things. How long are you to be in Europe for? Two weeks. 
All in the UK, right? Yeah. So it's not really yeah. the United Kingdom. Mm. Two weeks, hanging out with the family. Doing a little freelance work there. Nice. Uh, hanging out with the family. Doing some open mic comedy. Probably, yeah. People, I you actually, can check out the comedic stylings of Harrison. You know what? I went on the Facebook group and I was like, hey, you guys know any open mics in London? And I just got a bunch of fucking bullshit from these assholes. You know? <laughs> Jokey fucking, you know. Well, keep in mind that their yeah. ancestors used to pelt people with like rotten fruit. Yeah. And, and I'm they, like, you know what? They performed Shakespeare. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Fuck you guys. You guys are the worst. Uh, but do, is that Tired a thing there? Bullshit. I mean, is open mics like a, like a normal thing? Yeah, like I it think, is here? Yeah. Anywhere that has any kind of comedy situation. Do they have a comedy scene in London? I guess, I mean, there yeah. are... Any major city has it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. it'd be interesting to see if it, uh, if you're able to traverse uh, uh, cultural <laughs> lines. Like, when you get in yeah. there with your yeah. your American brand of comedy, your yeah. sardonic humor, I wonder if yeah. the Brits will be able to uh, to understand it. Hey, you guys ever drinking your hobgoblin porridge on St. Swithin's <laughs> Day, and you notice it's a bit sour-like, right? Are you yeah, gonna that's tailor, the kind of shit they relate to. Right? Are you going to tailor your act to be like more UK friendly? No. No? Yeah. Same. I'll be sure. Yeah, when I say color, I'll, I'll be sure to pronounce the U. <laughs> you so know, we do have a... understand what's going on. But so we had some people point out that uh, what, what, it was the one thing they were disappointed that you didn't know like holidays. Remember we had that? Yeah, and you know what? I did know that. And but, some guy pointed out that you mispronounced yeah. some English terms. But you know what? It made a far funnier fucking segment. So fuck everybody. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> And also, um, just as far as we're talking about the the community, air quote. I did air quotes there. Uh, I am putting uh, more videos on the sick and wrong, uh, sick and wrong podcast YouTube channel. So Ooh. people should check that out. Yeah, that, that's yeah. something that's uh, fallen into neglect. Yeah, and I also yeah. have my own Harrison P Lovecraft YouTube channel with a whole bunch of bullshit. So. Self promotion going on here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, no, I, I, I actually appreciate that because I... Uh, this is what other people do that have, you know, <laughs> we don't do it, but it's like, yeah, other people do that. But a YouTube channel? No, like talk about other things that we have that promote our brand. You we know? do that at the end of the show, don't we? Yeah, but nobody listens to the end of a show. Yeah, who listens to the yeah. end of the show? Yeah, but I, you know, you have been putting up some pretty decent uh, YouTube content. Yep. You know, it's pretty pretty interesting. So anyway, you're going to Europe. You're leaving mm. for two weeks. So next mm. week, I, I got to find a couple subs. We might have to, because it's such a pain in the ass mm. to do the uh, the show with the time difference. Because what is it like, twelve hours? Uh, Something like that. It's 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 eight, it's eight hours. So I got to get up in the morning. It's it's a pain in the ass. Look, I'll get up when you need me to fucking get up. All right, don't you bitch about it. I'll do it whenever time well, you need me to. You know, we're supposed to have a special guest on the show mm. next week. And uh, after that, maybe maybe um, hmm. maybe we'll do that. But but regardless, okay. you're gonna be gone for a couple weeks, hmm. and uh, I'm actually kind of jealous. I wish I had some uh, family that cared about me <laughs> in another country. But I do have fam- yeah. I do have relatives in the UK, yeah. and I, I guess like a very wealthy relative in Scotland. Hmm. Never met them, hmm. and I honestly don't think they'd ever want to be around me. Hmm. Much like uh, I mean, it's only my immediate family that can tolerate me tolerate me anyway. Hmm. So well, the worst thing about the only bad thing about it is that people ask you how your life is going. That's what normally you know. It's like, <laughs> have you been? What's it's new? Like, it's like, well, uh, recently I've been sleeping in a pile of old cereal. You know, 
So that's been good. This is going well. Yeah. <laughs> well, with you, it's like, you know, one step at a time. I'm just yeah. recovering. So it's mm-hmm. like they don't expect you to be like, you know, fucking road Scholar now these days or I'm something. Pretty, well, I'm pretty much exempt from the standards of that family, which are yeah. pretty high in general. So you, you don't have like to have the, a career. Like the actual people in that family, the legitimate children, they're like, if they don't, if one of them doesn't go to Oxford, it's like, oh, it's a big deal. <laughs> Whereas like, you know, I could do whatever the fuck. Yeah, you're kind of like that special kid. Right. Shlomo, who lives upstairs in the attic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. Shlomo, he's here for comedic relief. I eat bugs. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so it was funny because uh, getting back to not being able to deal with normal situations. People, you should have seen Harrison last week. <laughs> last week, um, after the show. Yeah. So usually after the show... Harrison parks his car in uh, the guest parking area yeah. of, uh, of my new apartment um, complex yeah. here. So my old place, it, you know, you walked right. over. So yeah. it didn't matter, yeah. which uh, was definitely preferable. But now it's like I live in K-Town, mm. so it's, a, you know, it's be a bit of a hike. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's like, I don't know, like a five-minute drive or whatever. But parking here is a bear. Mm. You can never find parking anywhere. So uh, we have a gate. That opens up, and we have like a driveway with some extra spots. So Harrison usually parks there. So at the end of the show, when he's leaving, I have a remote, you know, the the opener to open up the uh, the gate. Mm. And I usually do it from my apartment. Yeah, usually at a random time that I'm unclear well, with. You know, well, and when it's you're like, backing out, it's but like, it's like there's a lot of work I have to do to get out of here. And then it's like, but you hit the button. I'm like, oh, it's the button, you know. Yeah, well, I can hit it again. I'm just sitting there. You gotta, so anyway, you gotta sync this shit up, buddy. I'm sitting there. Yeah. And I'm like talking to uh, my girlfriend. Mm. You're on your way. You're backing up. Your car is starting. And I'm like, I open up the gate and I'm just talking to her. All of a sudden I hear smash. Mm. And then boop, boop, boop. I'm like, what's going on? I run down there and you're like in full on Rain Man mode. Just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Ah. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You drove into the no, gate. No, 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 no. How no. does that happen? Fuck you. I did not drive into the gate. The, if you saw where it hit, it hit above my back wheel well so it hit me and it got dragged slightly backwards but the gate was closing did you think you could beat it like get reverse in time to beat it dude it it i didn't see it closing when i was looking back and you didn't hear it, it closing no i didn't hear it closing are you kidding me it's not that loud it took it and it, it like it had started closing maybe about you know six to twelve inches so no i didn't notice it and it, it hit the side of my car because it's supposed to have a thing that detects your well, fucking car. Well, it's supposed car. to have a sensor. Yeah. So I think technically, uh, I mean, if there is an issue, but if I think the landlord would be at fault because they have to have a sensor. But if it's it's slow, so it's, if it's already started coming out about six inches, it will take some time to detect it's something in the way and stop. But most people would see like, oh, a gate's closing. I'm going to stop and then no, honk the because horn you and didn't you see- reopen it. You make it sound like the gate was already half closed behind me. It, it was wasn't. Like at least like it a was like foot. Si- it moved six inches. D. And all right, I think you were trying to Dukes a hazard and, and just like, like no. trying to escape. Like I'm, Indiana Jones dude, going under. Like I got a into a car door. accident a week earlier. Okay, <laughs> so I'm like a, I'm I'm very frazzled about driving. I ain't trying to do no fucking fancy bullshit. You know. But I don't know what kind of stunt driving you're used to there. There's like Harrison, a 12 but... second window with these gates in LA. You have to get out of them. So anyway, the gates off track. Don't fuck with it's me. It's kind of like smashed. You know, not really smashed, but it's sort of like you know, I guess kind of at like a 45 degree angle, and yeah. it's pushed off the track, and it's making this loud like like beeping noise. And this and was my... a rental car, by the way, because my actual car was in the shop from the previous car. From the previous accident, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I'm going to get you a bike. Do you still have a bike? I have a bike. You shouldn't be riding yeah. that bike. Um, so anyway, hot. my landlady and her husband <laughs> like come out. They don't even speak English. Yeah. They're like these Korean people. They're mm. really nice people. Right. Hard to communicate with them because they barely speak English. Right. And they're just like, uh, like what? And, and you're just sitting there like, oh, I got to get my car out. Mm. It was a chaotic scene. Mm. And we ended up like lifting the, the gate back onto the track to open it. And you just split to get out of there. No, I was hanging around because I did, I had to call my insurance company. I don't know where you went, but you like left. I was literally fucking 30 feet away on the other side of the street. Didn't you see me? I, I parked you... right across the street. Well, we're in a hurry. And so yeah. anyway, mm. but you didn't help us put the gate back on no, track. No, because fuck that. I'm worried about my car. I'm not worried about fucking <laughs> gate. gate. Are you kidding me? Smashed. The, so anyway. The, it's uh, the gate's fault. The gate hit me. The landlord's, uh, the landlord's husband. Yeah was just swearing in Korean. Mm. I, I was like listening to him. I, I could just tell he was pissed off. But I didn't know what he was mm. saying. But I did hear a few words that uh, that sounded like some of these words I looked up. I looked up online because I'm like, God, some of these words mm. sound like uh, things that he were he was he was saying about about you. I think he was trying to summon some of the creatures from Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> I recall he said... Um, <laughs> Mi Chin Nam, which apparently means crazy bastard. I heard him say that a couple times. <laughs> um, I heard him say Shib Sagi, which means fucking son of a bitch, yeah. a couple times. Yeah. I heard him say, uh, and I'm, I'm probably butchering the pronunciation yeah. here, but Bill O Mog El Nam, which means beg to eat bastard bitch. I heard him say that like twice. Mm. And I was just like, well, that's, that's kind of that weird. Doesn't, you probably misheard that one because that one doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't? Yeah. Well, yeah. this one, though, this one he did say, and I think his wife yeah. um, and landlady said this too, Jacques Gat Ion C. Ball Nam Ah, which means you dick-like fucking bastard. Yeah. I heard him say mm. that a couple mm. times. Mm. <laughs> and then this was the one mm. that they kept saying over and over again every time, and they pointed to you, Jacques Bob. And I was like, what does that mean, Shot Bob? So I looked it up. It means you insignificant dick, which literally translates into your dick is nothing but a piece mm. of rice. Okay. And I was thinking, you know, that's harsh. Now, <laughs> let me ask you something, D. Because this was a, a tense situation. Were you really fucking listening to the things they were saying? And then later... I was picking up a couple words here and there. I was like... You're making what? this shit up. I was like, what does this mean? This, You're making uh, this shit up. I was like, especially that, like, the significant dick rice thing. Uh -huh. I'm like, that has to mean something. I'm like, Jot Bob. Yeah, like, maybe. Mm. But I don't speak Korean, you know? Yeah. I, but hold on a second. Because I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned <laughs> if you're being earnest here. Because if you're being earnest here, I will burn this entire structure to the fucking ground. Did you see I, it when you parked? It's because I'm, 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 what? Did you see him today when you parked? I saw him. He kind of gave you this look. And you know he what? was just like, your dick is a piece of rice. That Does kind he of own look. the building? I, yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I wish I, how do you, I mean, look, I'm not one of these guys, but like, how do you come to a country and then it's like, I don't speak the language, but I own a building somehow. I don't, I don't you know? know either. Yeah, they I own a fucking building. If for I like went to China, I, several you know, million dollars. I wouldn't yeah. own a building. I'd be but like they, on they the don't street. Speak, she speaks a little bit of English. Right. He speaks no English. But regardless, you end up like, I think uh, you were like, hey, what, you know, I got to call my insurance, these mm. information. So mm. I gave you her uh, email, mm. but I was mm. just like, good luck with that. 
because I highly doubt she can read English. Well, I mean, it's it's up to the, you know the insurance company will deal with that. You're just going to be like, here, get a Korean translator. Like I just, someone who speaks Korean and just deal with I it. I filed a claim with the insurance company, and I was just like, you know what? Here's the information from these people because did it matter? Like, did you end up having to do anything? No, actually, because I managed to with a little bit of elbow grease and some magic special polish, I was able to get the scratch to a really minimal size, and I used a little white acrylic paint to cover it up a little more. They didn't even notice. So when I brought it back, no, I pointed it out because they inspect everything, and they're like, you know what? Fuck it, we don't care. So, See, dude, that is some planning. Yeah, you can't pack a suitcase for an upcoming trip. But you can camouflage a, uh, a, I'm great. a, a an accident. No, I'm great car, at, yeah. at chicanery, skullduggery, <laughs> capers, all that shit. I'm, I'm fucking the guy you want on your team, you know? That's me. <laughs> right well, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it ended up working out. It's funny because the gate still works just fine. Right. But, I mean, it's a big metal gate. So, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. Yeah. But now it's like when I see them, yeah. they kind of like, I don't know if they, they give me this weird look. Yeah. But I just, I don't even know if it's a weird look or if it's just they're just Korean. It's a cultural thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, you that, I think I scare them. You probably they, look like some kind of oni demon to them. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, or yeah. like just some kind of weird white supremacist or something. Yeah. yeah. And so I think they just kind of like, you know what, just as little contact mm. as possible, and you can just let's just leave him and his weirdo friends mm. alone. I think yeah, it's I mean, like they, that. they're probably afraid that you're going to burn their crazy grocery down. <laughs> that sounds like shrimp chips or whatever the fuck. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, that was uh, that was entertaining. But yeah. I, we were in a hurry too because yeah. I had to go to uh, see Bob's Burgers live. Right. Yeah, live. Uh, I thought it was gonna be a live reading, yeah. but it wasn't. They just did like a stand-up set and like yeah. then sang a bunch of songs from it. You know, I almost did out of initial polite reaction. I almost was like, "Oh, is the gate okay?" I almost said that, and then I'm like, "Wait a minute, I don't give a fuck." Well, they wouldn't know anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because they wouldn't they would be able to... Uh, right. I highly doubt they even remember. Well, they probably do remember either. I'm sure that guy was just yeah. like, as soon as he saw you, he was just like, which uh, translates into, you fucking lowborn bastard. You know, you're the father of all liars. <laughs> you're such a liar. But I'm, I'm learning yeah. some Korean from these guys, uh-huh. you know? Learning you're... some Korean. Well, I live in K-Town now. I need to learn these words. You know they have a they have a word mm-hmm. I looked up here called raw bogey. It means magic pubes. It's red pubic hair that results from having sex with a woman during her period. Hmm. They call it magic pubes. And then uh, if you have sex with a girl during her period, it's called magic sex. Dok bagai, magic sex. A lot of good words here. <laughs> I'm learning some things. Anyway, uh, I. <laughs> That did kind of crack me up. So um, moving on here, there's another funny thing that happened on the Facebook page. So I thought you were an admin on the Facebook page. No, apparently apparently I can't do fucking shit on it. Apparently you're not. I think, you know what it was? Your old account was an admin, but didn't you like get off of Facebook for a while? And then come oh, back. I did. I just deactivated my account. So maybe times. that like yeah. removed your admin privileges yeah. to the page. Yeah. So I got to add it back. But I'm, I'm looking through and I get like, so this isn't the sick and wrong page. There's two pages. There's a sick and wrong fan page that someone else made. And there's a sick and wrong page that I manage. Yeah. 
and uh, both of them are, are pretty fairly active. But I think the one that just has Sikranon in the background on Facebook, yeah, that one gets gets a, it's a private group, mm -hmm. and so um, occasionally I'll get yeah, yeah. The other one, if like random people post stuff, it appears in like a secret area that no one ever sees. Yeah, like yeah. I don't I don't even so, know how that works. Yeah, but that one like is an official Sikranon page. I don't know I don't how know. it works. But so uh, this one, though, mm -hmm. I get flagged posts for spam mm -hmm. or things that like they'll post. They'll be like, this is reported for being offensive. And usually, I don't know, unless it's like something just like over the top or mm -hmm. it's like, you know, child porn or something. Yeah, sure. I'll delete it. But usually I don't even really look. Okay. And so I, know, I never really noticed. But the other day I'm like at work and I see this. Oh, wow, I got some stuff flagged. So I click on it. Harrison flagged a post. I'm like, what are you oh, yeah. flagging posts for? And so it was that post, and I was surprised. I'm surprised at that how much this bothered you. Yeah. But it was this post of a like it looked like a, it's supposed to be a dead girl. Yeah. With a bunch of semen on her face. Yeah. And it said necrophilia, or it isn't necrophilia if you just jerk off. And some guy wanted our input on this, like if if it's necrophilia or not. And I think I commented. I said, well, you know. There's more to necrophilia than just like sex, you know, yeah. penetrative sex. I'm sure there's lots of other things you can do. Yeah. Like uh, pony play with a dead person, you know? Sure. Uh, but no, anyway, I don't, I don't think that, I think that'd be difficult, but sure, whatever. Well, you could be a pony and it's like a pony just fucking Oh, and the dead, dead person. person rides me around? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I guess we could do that. Yeah. Weekend at Bernie's, but yeah, with a pony. Give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I just posted that. And then what made you get so angry about it? Oh, <sighs> Because it like was it like, you, first of all, you. the picture of the the dead girl, whatever the fuck, is clearly under 18, you know? Do you think she's that young? I couldn't really Probably. tell. Probably. You know, there's a good, good enough chance that it's like, why fucking risk it? Because A, it's not funny. B, what the fuck? It is. It's it, actually making me sick to look at it. <laughs> um, and then Did somebody commented, make you Ill? it is actually a morgue picture, and then somebody added the semen in Photoshop, which like... That's an afternoon. Like somebody spent an afternoon doing that. I didn't even know that. So wait, yeah. it's a morgue picture of an actual dead girl. I think so. And yeah. then someone added the Somebody semen. showed the original picture without the semen. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. See, I thought that was a necroporn thing. You heard of that? The whole necroporn? Yeah, I've heard of it. So it's a genre that apparently is really popular. Yeah. This necroporn. So I thought that's what they were doing. It was like a still shot from a necroporn thing. And they're trying to make like some kind of <laughs> hilarious meme, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, it just kind of is one of those like really offensive memes that just aren't that funny. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. You know? But anyway, I, mm -hmm. you know, I, I didn't block it because I thought it was funny because of how mad you were. Like you yeah. posted like, I'd rather see my grandma like licking AIDS off of a homeless person's dick or something. I don't know. Would you, what I think was I, it? I said that I'd rather see um, old film footage of my great grandmother being raped. Then look at this one more <laughs> time. Look at that picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, maybe I will give you. That's how I felt about it. That's how I'll, I felt. I'll yeah. Uh, yeah. reinstate your admin privileges. So Thank you, can, you. You can delete it. But apparently, uh, people, just a uh, mental note Harrison right. does not like the necro porn. Yeah, and also, you know, like what. <laughs> So with necro porn, at first, like when I heard necro porn, I thought they're referring to like snuff films. Mm. Like if you're actually seeing a snuff film, I can't watch that shit. I have seen one though. Uh, yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen some. I can't watch it though. Cause it's like, one of those I, things, I don't even know if it's real. It's one of those things where it's like, if you're looking at bondage porn every now and then you'll stumble across something and you're like, Oh, wait a minute. I, I think I've actually seen some that I liked. And then I like, 
I think I edited it to cut this, the strangling out at the end or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but is it real? I mean, you don't even know if it's a real snuff film. No, it's or... not real. But I mean, Didn't that... you see that movie 8mm with Nicolas Cage I never and saw Joaquin that. Phoenix about their hunt for a specific snuff film? It's a kind of a ridiculous movie, but it's kind of a funny movie. I, I, I don't think I've seen it. So yeah. what, they're looking for a particular kind of snuff there, film? There was, there's like a, there's a, one snuff film that this old woman found in her husband's things after he died, and it looked real. So she hired Nicolas Cage as a PI to, oh, figure, out to figure out if what, it's real. And, and is there know. like a whole CD underground of yeah. people that make these snuff yeah, films? Yeah, and it's in L.A., and Joaquin Phoenix like works at like an adult bookstore, and, and he takes him through the CD. You know, He's like a punk rock guy that works at a, you know... <laughs> It's so stupid, uh, and uh, yeah, James Gandolfini is in it, and then there's like a, is he the porn? There's like the a porn German, uh, there's a German, you know, S and M dom named the Machine, who actually like does these videos. It's it's fucking wild. Well, believe it or not, I mean, it's like it's it's a popular genre of porn these days. Hmm. This whole thing with this, uh, and it's it's designed for viewers with a death fetish. Hmm. Not people who want to actually see real dead people or murder. It's just an affinity for simulated acts of murder and necrophilia. And most major porn tube sites like Red, Red Tube and Pornhub and all that, they ban that type of content. Yeah. But there's like a shitload of other, uh, you know, necro, necro sites like uh, Dead and Sexy or Kink Bomb and Niche Clips. And you can sort them by, you can sort the porn by kill type, like strangulation, shooting, um... Or incest or whatever. Incest obviously is pretty popular. But the this death fetish concept or this death fetish thing is for people yeah. that psychologists call necrophiles, but they're not really... The thing is with necrophilia, it's like when you think of necrophile, you hear necrophile, don't mm. you think like a guy that like digs up a corpse and fucks it? Right. So I guess the spectrum of necrophilia has like many different types. Okay. Like there's people who are aroused by the concept of death, like mm -hmm. type one who just want to fuck by a coffin, you know, or fucking inside, like, you know, goths. Sure, yeah. Um, That's fine. To murderers, which is yeah. like type four, and then people who cannot have sex with the living, and that's like type 10. Ah. Uh, yeah, there's like, so there's this whole spectrum of this uh, necro fetish. Um, but most people who are into death fetish porn is just type one. Yeah. It's like, you know, they're just simulated by, uh, by, by death acts. You know, and uh, that's how that's that's how they get off here. And there's like a hundred thousand. There's a hundred thousand necro fetishers Jesus. worldwide. Oh, I didn't God. even know it was that big of a deal. Mm. It's weird, and they don't even like most of these people have no interest in seeing real death. So it's not like it's a snuff film thing. Like they don't even like blood. It's mostly just kind of like like prolonged, you know, prolonged strangling sessions. It's kind of like you know it goes into the whole thing of like the dominant submission thing. Mm. Have you ever met? I'm I'm sure you must have met some goth chick before that was into this. No, I, I just I mean Probably, I, I mean no I don't think so. I've never I've never have. Mm. I mean I bet girls are like to be choked and all that, but that's a whole mm. different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like but I've seen the porn like I've seen porn on. Uh, it's like it's it's basically the same thing. It's like a girl's unconscious or passed out, and a guy's having sex with her. Yeah, yeah. This is the the next level. Cosby like porn. Just, yeah, yeah, like someone dead on the side mm. of the road. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I, I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't get what's arousing about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, is it the ultimate submission? I, I think so. Maybe. I, you know, I mean, I mean, there's also like, the, you know, people who are into giant, giantesses and they say it's very and not, similar and not only like the eight, not even like, oh, she's seven feet tall, but like I can only get aroused if the woman is 50 feet tall. 
and and swallowing me and holding me up and swallowing me in her mouth. It's, it's yeah. Well, that's a, they, they say that uh, both those fetishes yeah. have been a giantess or necro fetish. Yeah. Necro fetish. They they say it comes from mm. like growing up and watching yeah. a lot of slasher movies. Mm. You know, sexploitation slasher movies from back in the day, and it's sure. like they, you just kind of you know fixate on it and associate it with sex. But the same thing with uh, with giantess um, porn. I thank fucking God every day. You know, that I don't have some of these crazier fucking fetishes, you know? Jesus well, Christ. How, I mean, would you be down if a girl's like, you know, I want to, I'm into this, I'm going to pretend to be dead, and you got to like drag my corpse and do a whole role play with it? Yeah, I'll do it. Sure. Yeah? You know? Be into it? I, I'm not into it, but I'll do it. I mean, whatever. I, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I've never considered myself a goth per right. se. Even though I definitely have some goth sensibilities mm. about me, I like some of the music and all that. But this, if it's like when I get to it and the girl's like, "I want to play like a corpse and you got to have sex with me," I'd be like, "Why?" Yeah, like I'm, I'm not. This is just not fun for me. Because I'd probably just like, "Oh, oh, look, a corpse! I'm going to take it back into my parlor and have sexual <laughs> relations," and that would just kill the whole thing for her. <laughs> so the Vincent you would Price start doing voice. A Vincent Price yeah, yeah, voice yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just... I'd have to. <laughs> How could you not do that? You know, would you try to do like a whole Doctor Frankenstein scenario? Probably, yeah. I will revive Mm. this corpse. (laughs) Um, So they say that in a lot of these death scenes, they'll role play together, like stretching out a strangulation fantasy for minutes rather than the seconds it actually takes to choke someone out. I don't feel like it takes seconds to choke somebody out. I feel like choking somebody out is probably a lot way more difficult than. I bet you you could probably choke someone out less than a minute. Especially if you cut off someone's air passage for less than a, less than a minute. People can hold their breath for like five minutes underwater, dude. Yeah, but if you're like, you know, struggling with somebody who's trying to kill you, you're probably hyperventilating. Mm. But maybe, I don't know. Don't you, wouldn't you pass out anyway? Yeah, I'm, I've been and unclear. It probably takes longer. As to when, when, when you choke somebody out, they die if they pass well, out. Well, you probably have you to know? choke them longer than like yeah. seconds. Yeah. But here they stretch it out for like a 10-minute choking scenario or choking scene. And then <laughs> the, you play with the dead partner's limp body. And that's what the, that's what they, they get off on. Hmm. I mean, they used to be, they used to, like, they used to hunt down hmm. and compile death scenes for While movies. playing the second Limp Biscuit album, the chocolate flavored hot dog water or whatever it was called. <laughs> I you know, I picture a lot of this like, like Slipknot, like people that are yeah. into like Slipknot or hmm. a lot of that like extreme metal core yeah like it's just like okay well now yeah maybe probably some of the the corn fucking i'm sure the dude from corn probably has done this a couple of times you know i've had there were three days this week where i had smash mouth in my head all day uh, yeah god terrible <sighs> terrible band i wouldn't mind doing some necro porn with them but like actually real like snuff film yeah. porn right like if someone snuffed out Smash Mouth, <laughs> I bet you that would be the most popular snuff film of all time. It'd be great, yeah. It's just like all the members of Smash Mouth like tied to a chair and then yeah. someone just comes over and just like, you know, sticks an axe to their or head. Or just a fat guy. Who cares about the other people, you know? <laughs> would he have like, so the fat guy with the blonde highlights yeah, in his yeah. hair? Yeah, yeah, that fuck. All right, I can but see was, that. There was a weird period of time where everybody had those frosted tips. Yeah. <laughs> Mark McGrath. It was like late 90s, right? Yeah. I think it's funny when you see someone now that has it. Like, I, you know, I saw a recent picture of Adam Levine. He's got it. Yeah. He's no, bringing it back. Yeah. Bringing it back. The frosted tips. It's pretty cool. Okay. Anyway, I, I was reading something here that uh, a lot of mainstream porn performers say they get into death fetish work because the pay is better than for what they would regular, like they would get for like a regular all day gangbang. Mm. They make more money doing death fetish work. And they also say that the producers treat them better. And okay. And will like, you know, 
not pressure them into doing like a double anal scene or something. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, here's uh, this uh, performer here, Odette De La Croix. Uh-huh. She says, if you can get beyond, you know, the mental blocks about violence, necrophilia, she's like, it's the easiest day of work ever. She goes, I just have to deliver a couple pages of lines and act for 30 minutes, and after that, I just do nothing, and I get paid. Yeah. She goes, you lay there and get felt up. I mean, it's probably the same as just being an extra on fucking CSI, you know? You just pretend to be a corpse, and they... Yeah, poke I mean, at you with it's stuff. It's got to be know? way better than having like mm-hmm. you know DVDA scene or something or yeah. like a big full on gangbang. That right. must take you like a week to recover from that. Whereas you just lay and get you know lay down, play dead, and get fondled. Right, and that's awesome. I'd rather do that. That's great. <laughs> yes, yeah. On that note, uh, people's episode five eighty nine here. Sick and wrong. You can send your stories. Sick and wrong podcast at hummel.com. We have news coming up next. And we have phone calls after that. Before we get to our first story, though, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no! When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive a free sex swing. Hang sex swing to your door and hang on tight. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type diddle for the offer code upon checkout. And that's D-I-D-D-L-E, diddle, at adamandeve.com. So the first story we got here came in from Matt. He goes, this is why I never let my French-Canadian friend take me to a swingers club. So this is about a nudist hmm. camp in uh, Quebec. Do you think there's more nudists? Whenever I think of nudists, I always think of just like like uh, weird Americans in like fucking Oregon or Seattle yeah. or something or Washington, like just having their own little like well, nudist camp. I remember I reading an article at some point about how they're kind of dying out. Nudist camps? Yeah. Hmm. It's like all older people because the younger people are like, so what? What? Who cares? You know. Yeah. Why is it such a big deal? Like, why? I mean, mm. I, do young people go to like these? Uh, no. Like, who, why would no. you do it? Yeah. I mean, you know. I still find you the whole just, thing. I find the whole thing weird, though. Like, I mean, the whole you could just watch beaches. fucking, you know, canine corpse gangbangs on fucking Pornhub. <laughs> why do you need to go to a nudist colony? Who cares? I think it's just it's a holdover from the '60s. Yeah, like, yeah, you pretty know, much. Like hippies or whatever, yeah. but. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure we've said this on the show before, but like I used to see at the nude beaches in San Francisco, because all those beaches in San Francisco are clothing optional. Mm. You'd see like whole families, mm. like a fucking naked family. How weird is that? Like to go to the beach with your mom, dad, <laughs> brother, and sister, and you're like, are we all have to be naked? Yeah. Like seriously, dad, can I just mm. wear a, a bathing suit? It's like, no, naked, all of us. That's fucking weird. If it's I'm a, if I'm somewhere and for some reason there's like a child that's not wearing clothing, I like I leave. <laughs> you just run. I get in my car. <laughs> I park my car. I get in another car. I park and then I get on a bus. You know, like I'm delivering ransom money or something. I'm gone. I'm just gone. I don't want to fuck around with that shit. You know. Um. So this uh, Quebec nudist camp, Love Triangle Killer, was possessive of his ex-wife. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, Denise Carpentier was a jealous, possessive man. And on Monday, his propensity for rage exploded at this Quebec nudist camp when uh, police say he murdered a longtime friend and his ex-wife before turning the gun on himself. Hmm. Yeah. 
The murders occurred at the nudist swingers campground, Adam et Eve. Hmm. Yeah. I heard if uh, you go there and use the uh, coupon code Diddle, <laughs> you get a free pocket pussy. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Just to, just to carry around with yourself. I don't, I don't know. You don't have pockets, but you can just hold it. Yeah. You okay. get you also get a free sex swing. You can hang from a tree. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, so as soon as you hear like, oh, okay, nudist swingers resort at this campground, uh, which is just bizarre to me because mm. it's like, so everyone's naked, like sitting on the fucking seesaws or at the picnic benches, just butt naked. Right, yeah. In the heat. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. That's why we have clothes for a reason. What about bugs? Like yeah. insects. Yeah, there's a lot. Crawling uh, in your yeah, orifices. In the Northeast, just, there's a lot of mosquitoes everywhere. It's, it's disgusting. Mm. Anyway, reading about this, I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's... There might be some hot girls there. It's like, you know, you, the bodies of Carpentier, 76 years old, his former wife, Suzanne Garreau, 50 years old, and her lover, Rodrigue Tremblay, 77. Mm. I don't think there are many people under 50. She's probably a catch at 50. No, it's always, it's, this shit's always disappointing. Like, you lived in San Francisco. You know, you ever go to these parties with the polyamorous and you're oh, like, yeah. Ugh. Ugh, it's It's Ugh. really creepy. Yeah. And they're, you get this predatory vibe from them too. Yeah. They're just looking at like, I wonder if we can, you know, turn this couple out and just start fucking them. Right. And it's like, and they're both, the the husband and wife are both staring at you and your girlfriend. You're just like, ah, this is creepy. And yeah. they're like old enough to be like my fucking, you know, parents. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. So yeah, so I'm assuming when you're at this age, you know, you they probably were hippies, I'm sure. Hmm. Like back in, the, back in the 60s or 70s. How did the Predators reproduce? Like from the movie Predator? I don't know. Are they you know, naked technically? Are they asexual? A, are they ace? Like, are, like, are they technically sexual predators? Is my, you know, or do they reproduce like you know with eggs or you know I don't know. I'm not sure. They never got into that. I think they use those dreadlocks. Oh yeah, like okay. Connect dreadlocks like in Avatar when you 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 patch into yeah, the you fucking patch hair in and of the go. flying horse or whatever. But are the predators wearing like is that like armor or are they just that's their naked body? I think that's armor. Okay, so they have that's an outfit. What do they look like underneath the armor? Um, they're just like wearing like old navy, I think. Like a hairless cat. Yeah. It's like gray and just no no yeah. fur. A hairless cat and an old navy jumper, you know. <laughs> so according to friends at the camp here, um, this camp features lots of different events like Festival Country Sexy, Festival Erratique, and Fest Festival Phantasmical. Whatever that is. What means. do they do there? I'd like to know that. I think it's just about uh, old people hmm. finger banging each other. Right. You know? Guys that look like wizards, but you wouldn't really know because they're naked. So they don't have wizard hats or wizard robes. A lot of gray pubic hair. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> A lot of finger blasting. Uh, Tremley was a lovable ladies man who had recently begun dating Garo. Mm. So this guy divorced his wife, mm. yet still hangs out at the same swingers club, which to me seems like he has a bit of a masochistic streak going on here yeah because why would you want to be if you go to the same nudist club you know your wife's going to get pounded by some other senior citizen right in front of you yeah Is it, isn't that with this with these swingers clubs i think some people think they're ready for that kind of shit and then they realize they're not yeah and that's, that's like, what well, happens go to a different one mm. you know i don't see why you're you're still hanging out the same one yeah but also like when you're at one of these like nudist resorts are you allowed to like fuck and public, or do you actually still go into uh, your cabin or whatever your tent? I imagine you're allowed to fucking public. 
So he could probably be like, you know, walking down, go take yeah. a swim in the uh, in the creek in the swimming hole, and then he turns around and there's his wife just getting stuffed mm. on a uh, picnic bench. Oof. It's got to be tough. Mm. Um, so yeah, they actually he knew the guy who started dating his ex-wife. Mm. He knew him well. Like he had you know had beers with them and they hung out, and so um, they had a falling out, I guess, over the ex-wife. Yeah. So. Tremblay and Carpentier had been longtime friends before that, but they fell out over the ex-wife. Uh, they're calling the slangs a love, a love triangle gone wrong, mm. which I'm not quite sure. Like, I wonder if it was one of these kind of things where they're all swingers, like a, yeah. like a love triangle thing going on, and then the wife, they get divorced, but yet she still continues the relationship with the third party. Does that happen a lot? That's confusing, you know? Because I guess the in the... In the you know, polyamorous nudist community, the bro code doesn't really apply, right? Probably. Yeah. Is there a bro code? Probably not. So you probably, yeah. I mean, and what, yeah. what happens when it's like the three of you hook up with each other and then yeah. one person's out of the picture, yeah. do the other two people keep hooking up? Uh, I, I don't, I don't know, know how that works. I don't know. Or is it like, even when uh, you have like a, a love triangle thing, aren't you, aren't you and your wife when you're poly supposed to have like, rules or something there's so many rules. rules there's so many fucking rules um for for all all fetish communities and stuff but especially with polyamory there's all these rules you're supposed to adhere by to make it work you know because it it's natural so its natural state is to not work its natural state is to you it's know jealousy have I an mean, old yeah. man murder you in a lake with a fucking machete you know uh but they're like, if we do it, if you follow it by all these rules, it like works you gotta out. you got to wear a red checkered shirt yeah. when you're meeting her on a Tuesday, and then I know not to come yeah. home until after 11. And you have to document everything and keep a detailed journal and share it with your partner about your sexual encounters with the other partner. I don't you think know? I could be that sexually yeah. mature yeah. to handle that. And I just, yeah. yeah. When there's I just, a lot of work involved, you know, when there's paperwork involved... It's uh, you lost me, and I also don't you get know? it. Like, are you supposed to like you're married, mm. and your wife's boyfriend can just come over and bang mm. her while you're mm. like sitting in the other room <laughs> watching TV? Is that how it works? Yeah, and you gotta and you gotta file a notice of romantic entanglement with HR. I think I, I yeah. just yeah I don't know. It's very very just time consuming and complicated. So detectives believe that Carpentier shot the new uh, boyfriend first. Then he turned the gun on his ex-wife, and then he finally killed himself. Mm. So this dude obviously was an angry nudist. Yeah, yeah. You know, he probably... It's a lot easier for women to go out and get laid. He Especially shot when you're 50. He shot that rounder. You know, she's, mm -hmm. she's 20 years younger. Tw actually, 25 years younger than most of the dudes there. Yeah. So she's a catch. Jesus Christ. Um, I they, can't imagine having the energy at that age in my 70s like to go and do all this I barely have the energy now you know well, don't they say that a lot of the nursing homes like all of a sudden they have like uh, big uh, herpes outbreaks and gonorrhea because I guess old so. people just take Viagra and just start fucking I, I mean didn't Socrates said men chill out when they get older but I don't know these pills now I, who knows um, a lot of the other nudists are saying that if Carpentier wanted to kill himself he should just done it himself and not touch the others it's an unfortunate situation. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know. This murder-suicide kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. Like, if OJ had any honor, he would have done the same thing. You know, he was pissed off that this yeah. guy was banging his ex-wife, and right. instead he goes and murders him in a really violent fashion, but doesn't kill himself? Yeah. You know, it's kind of stupid. I mean, 
when you keep saying Carpentier, and I'm just I'm imagining this whole fucking scenario as like a Godard film because it actually does sound like a fucking Godard film. It does actually. Yeah, it kind yeah. Of, yeah I, can, I can I can kind of picture it. Yeah, a lot of soft focus shots. Right. Um, but I gotta say another <laughs> thing too is, and I, this is probably kind of a shitty thing to say about this but he's kind of doing society a bit of a favor because mm. do we want to see a bunch of naked old people walking around um no i don't No. and i mean you never know you yeah. could be just hiking or backpacking through this forest over here next thing yeah. you know you're like oh wow this looks like a camp oh my god well i just a bunch I, of 80 year old naked people i just pretend fucking. i just pretend that there's it's not there you know i just like so you see, like what? I compartmentalize an orgy of a bunch of eighty-year-old people, octogenarian orgy going on in front of you. You're like, yeah. this is not happening. I am not seeing. I just this. see like a giant octopus monster or something <laughs> instead. Because like, I remember when I went to Slab City, you know, there are hot springs. There are naturally occurring hot springs. And you go uh, in there, it's great. Disgusting hippies. A in lot there of too. old naked hippies, and it's just like I'm not seeing this. Were not you seeing. naked with them too? I was. Oh, yeah, wow. So yeah. you're butt naked. With and I'm not comfortable own. with doing that. I just did it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, they're hippies. Be, what are they going to do? I just pretend they don't exist. I'd be weirded out by it. My mm. girlfriend is like super into that. Oh. Like, she'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah, let's get naked in public. Yeah. She loves doing that. I'm yeah. just like, I, why? Yeah. You know, I, I'm just not into it. <laughs> um, they say uh, Carpentier treated his ex-wife as his possession. But no one ever thought he'd be uh, capable of murder, which is weird that this guy would be so possessive because isn't that kind of counter to the whole swingers philosophy? Jean-Luc Godard presents possession. Possession. Mm. But isn't that kind of counter to the whole swingers philosophy where I thought it's like, yeah, yes. we're just sharing everybody. Yeah. Wife swapping's cool. Right. But this guy's like, no, don't look at her. Yeah. You know, it's like, I think this guy should get into a different scene. Yeah. You know? You know? Um, according to the Adam at Eve website, the, campground, the campground's for liberated people and contains a mix of trailers, bungalows, mm. and cabins surrounding a main mm. complex. Everything is covered in semen, <laughs> by the way. Um, and, and to be fair, he did liberate their souls from their bodies. So, Yeah, very yeah. liberated people. Mm -hmm. uh, it also has a disco, walking trails, a hot tub, and a swimming pool, also covered in semen. Um, <laughs> so are you going to do this when you get older? Like, uh, La discoteca. Is this going to be a thing that, that you're going to get into when you're that age? No. By that point, I'll be like so far gone. I'll be like, uh, I need to set up an encounter so I can get a hand job in a JCPenney's dressing room from a clown with a vestigial tail or something. It's going to be like, <laughs> that's going to be my thing. Something like that. Not just hang out with a bunch of other yeah, old no, people fuck naked. That. Yeah, no. Yeah. Mm -mm. God. I don't know. Rather disgusting. <laughs> anyway, moving on. What's your yeah. story? Well... Sadistic gang who forced a vulnerable father of two, 43, to eat one of his own testicles and have sex with a dog in a Dark Ages campaign of abuse are found guilty of causing his death. Oh, I know that story. Mm. A lot of people sent this one in. Right. I mean, it's about like the, the one, it was almost like a cult, right? Yeah. Like this cult led by a wheelchair guy. Yeah, he's like a, he's like a... If you can imagine Sirhan Sirhan in a wheelchair, uh, a pimped out wheelchair. Mm. Yeah. He's got like rims, spinning rims on it or something. Yeah. It's like he's, no, he's got like a, like a golden, you know, the little, the little uh, joystick you have on a, on it's a. Like a, it's like a gold, a solid gold. Little it's, it's like a, a crystal ball. Whoa. Yeah. It's like Larry Flint's wheelchair. Yeah. It's, it's really dope actually. I'm looking at Fancy. a picture of it right now. Yeah. And he, like he dresses like a. I don't even know, like a Miami Cuban gangster 
in like an electric wheelchair with like a fucking dope ass joystick. <laughs> so he's kind of he's an amazing character. I'll tell you that much. Wow. But yeah, you know, very charismatic fellow. And so, so this guy was Lee, he was the Charles Manson of this uh, whole he club. Was. A sadistic gang have been convicted of a campaign of dark ages abuse against vulnerable. Jimmy Prout is the victim, 45 years old. Thought the group were his friends, but they turned on him and eventually dumped his lifeless body in a wasteland 100 meters from his home. This is why I don't join any of those like extracurricular like kickball teams or right. anything like that. Yeah. Because this is the next step. Yeah. You're eating your nuts. And you don't actually realize, like, wait a minute. I don't think these people are my friends as they're dumping your corpse. As in they're the, dumping in, your corpse, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm in a cult. I had no idea. Yeah. So it was, um, it was Zahid Zaman, 43, and uh, three different women. Uh, two of them were convicted of murder, and uh, two of them were cleared of murder, but convicted of causing or allowing the death of a vulnerable adult. So vul define vulnerable. Is this like the British polite way of saying retarded? Yeah, like a rotundo. Okay, yeah. so, okay, we're, we're talking about vulnerable equals rotundo. I'm just clearing yeah. up the uh, confusion for you people. Right. All right. Uh, yeah, so Zahid Zaman, the pimped-out wheelchair Svengali, and his gang of women. As angels. Of varying ages. Yeah. One in her 20s, and the other two are in their 50s. So. Is, uh, so, uh, what's his name? Zahid? Zahid Zaman, yeah. Zahid Zaman's girls. Mm -hmm. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. All right. Did they have a name for their cult? Uh, no. No? I th they're saying it's a sadistic gang, like we're in the Warriors. <laughs> but I, I think it's just a bunch of fucking weirdos that live together. It sounds like drugs must be involved. Yeah, and it sounds like they're not... It sounds like they're all kind of vulnerable. And it's just like the, the wheelchair guy was like, the only one who like wasn't a rotundo, maybe. <laughs> so wait, he, so this wheelchair guy basically yeah. came in there and just got a whole gang of rotundos. Yeah, yeah, it makes you sense. You ever been in a situation like that where you're just like, wait a minute, everyone's kind of stupid. I can probably do pretty well here. Hmm. That's how I felt about California when I first got here. It's like everyone's yeah. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, turns out, no, I can't actually do very well here. So yeah. there you go. Anyway, uh, so you know what's interesting about this story though is like you you know Manson was actually kind of a even though he was short he was a fairly attractive dude you know, and he, he was, was kind a, of charming he was winsome yeah and he was a pussy wizard yeah totally yeah he knew Whereas, what he was like, doing this guy and back then a lot of people didn't know what they were doing sexually yeah I think so. I think he definitely did mm. and uh, this guy though on the other hand it's like a fat guy in a wheelchair yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know, I guess he has no other choice but probably to get a whole gang of rotundos. In the land of the blind, yeah. you know. So uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so they were told uh, a series of events in late 2015 created tensions that led to a number of serious assaults against Mr. Prout, which included him having his teeth knocked out with a hammer and chisel, as well as being forced to have sex with Zaman's dog. Jesus, what kind of gang is this? Yeah. Is that what they do? They don't go out and actually go rob yeah. things. They just like yeah. torture the most rotundo rotundo in the group. And it's also weird to like a hammer, not just a hammer, a hammer and a chisel. God, so there's like, okay, yeah. just hold still for a second. I got to get the chisel, you know, like he's fucking carving Michelangelo's David or something. <laughs> but he's, Does the wheelchair guy command the, uh, the female rotundos to go do this? That's the impression I'm getting. Wow. Yeah. Um... <laughs> He had sex with a dog. Yeah. 
so I always feel bad for the dogs. Now you situations. must have sex with my dog. <laughs> yeah. God, poor dog. Light some candles for us. She likes it. <laughs> Put on uh, some Enya. Yeah. So um, Paul Greeny, prosecuting, said, in effect, over a period of time, Jimmy Prout was not just mistreated, he was tortured. In the end, this conduct was to cause the death of Jimmy Prout. Hmm. Which poor is guy. Uh, yeah. Which is uh, also the name of my new prog rock album, The Death, the Death of Jimmy, of Jimmy Prout. Prout. <laughs> yeah. that, that actually could probably be a pretty good, like a Truman yeah. Capote book yeah. or something. Yeah. You know? uh, he added, awfully on one occasion, Jimmy Prout's scrotum was sliced open and his testicle was removed. He was then forced to eat it. Jesus. Yeah. How does that work? I, get, I mean, to be honest, if somebody cut open my testicle and removed it, and they're like, yeah, we're not going to let you get this reattached. We're just going to throw it in the garbage. I'd be, like, I'd rather eat it than have them throw it in the trash, to be honest. Or feed it to the dog I was just forced to fuck. Well, you know? at least that would be rewarding the dog. Mm. But so if you cut open your, your nut sack... Mm. Can you just take the balls out? I thought they're attached to something. Don't you? Have to... You're already cutting shit. You might as well. Who's the surgeon in this situation? I highly doubt it was like surgically removed. No, no. It was just cut open with a pen yeah, it's, knife or it's something. It's not like a vasectomy with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering, like, do they have an operating table, or yeah. is it just? And why? Why would the? You think even if yeah. he was like a severely rotundoed rotundo, yeah, you would still be like, holy shit, I'm not down with this. I'm gonna run. Right. But maybe, I don't know, I mean, maybe they had him, like, uh, tied up or something or bound to a table. I, I think so, you know? They probably had him bound to, like, like a lawn chair or something, just really <laughs> fucking low rent, you know? And so they just cut his balls up. Did they sew it back up? I don't know. Wow. Yeah, because I'd hope so. They could just leave it, you know? I'd sew it up. If yeah, I, was I don't know. Just, I know? mean, is that what killed him, the, the bleeding from the nuts? I don't know. You know, he no. probably lost some blood. No. I probably don't lose that much blood there. I don't know. Well, if there's a big hole in your ball sack, mm. it does not sound like it sounds to me that you would lose you would lose quite a bit of blood. Especially if you then got aroused. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get what the is, dog out of the room? I'm starting to get a hard on, and the blood's <laughs> pouring out of my balls. Please. Why did he leave the other ball? I, you got to leave the guy with something. Just you keep, know, keep keep him. Okay, we'll save that one for later. Yeah. Like, you know, like when you lose it at Wheel of Fortune, but they send you home with a home version of the game kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like a life supply of WD-40. Yeah. So. uh God. brutal. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Greeny said Mr. Prout died on February 9th and his body was dumped in a wasteland where it began to decompose and was partly eaten by animals. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> they just put him in a wheelbarrow, took him out, and just threw him out into the wasteland. Yeah, yeah. God, I, I picture like, like Mad Max, and then animals or eat it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> it's but and then before they do that, like the corpse slips on a banana peel and falls in a fucking pile of fucking manure. How wow. many things can happen? You know, yeah. And before you know, before the animals ate his corpse, he was he was tea bagged by a by a. Retarded congressman. Did this Rotundo have a family? Yes, he had, cult he had like two kids. Wait, the, he's actually a kids? Yeah, he's a dad. Oh my God. Happy Father's Day. Wow. Yeah. 
So there you go. Jesus. And they keep saying it was, did they call um, like garbage dumps wastelands in, in the UK? I don't know. That, that's a new term. That's they keep what, saying when I think this, of wasteland, like, I think of like Mad Max or something. I think of T.S. Eliot. And I'm like, what the fuck is going <laughs> the on The wasteland. Here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So this guy, yeah. where was this guy's family? He had a whole family, but yet he hangs out with the, the, the cult with the wheelchair guy. I think his, his children are adults. Are something. they also, quote, vulnerable? Um, there was, because I remember reading one article about this, and they actually talked to the, the daughter or something, who was just like, oh, this is horrible. Yeah. But it's like, it, lady. Her dad ate his own ball. Yeah. So Nothing you, worse than That's like insult. That's beyond insult to injury. Right, yeah. <laughs> Eating your own bollock. Yeah. That's terrible. So... I f- but I feel like calling this group a, a, a yeah I guess they're a gang. Well, it is somewhat sadistic. They're not a, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's a, yeah. I, I think it's more of like a club. It's a kind of an insult to gangs. You call it a gang. Yeah, like this yeah. is like a club of rotundos. Right. I don't even know if it's a cult. It's almost insulting to, to be a cult. Like yeah. a, you'd think a cult would have more than just like one mentally competent member. These are like a bunch of people that met on Google Plus or something. <laughs> Google Hangouts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh man. Yeah. So. God. Did they have a short bus that they cruised around in when they like you know hung out and with the gang? <laughs> or like a really long van? Yeah. <laughs> with like a yeah. special wheelchair lift in yeah. the back? Oh damn, Sarge, it looks like his corpse was eaten by animals. No, that happened before his death. <laughs> the most pathetic person ever. Um, the group then allegedly set about covering their tracks as well as fleecing his bank account. Asking people if they had seen Mr. Prout as they pretended to look for him. Ooh. Yeah. A clever ruse there. Hey, have you guys seen Jimmy? You know, the guy who lives with us who's screaming about his, his testicles that we cut out. We, we can't find him. You know that guy? He's got one bull. One yeah. bullock. Yeah. That's just, just one. It's like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> you, you, no, you know. I mean, he, he had some teeth and then the next week. <laughs> He just had bleeding holes in his mouth. Yeah. You're the guy that fucks dogs. Oh, mm. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, so uh, they fleeced his bank account. Uh, Zaman, who uses a wheelchair and was the leader of the group, was described as vengeful and controlling and was determined to get his own back after he thought Mr. Prout had been involved in a theft against him. Hmm. Get his own what back? What was the theft? Do you remember this? Because I remember reading it before they were convicted, and it was like... I don't know. Did he steal his Skittles or it something? Was something his really, Smarties? It, yeah. yeah, it was something really stupid. It was the, like... The, the other thing, it's like he's you know, fleeced his bank account. How much money could this guy possibly have? <laughs> I guess he's probably on the dole. Yeah, the, yeah that, that's, a, that's a great point. That's, a, that's an excellent point. Um, so the jury were shown CCTV images of the worsening condition of Mr. Prout as the assaults continued. Would they videotape it? No, there's just CCTVs oh, everywhere in the everywhere. UK. Yeah, yeah. So if you leave your house, you know, once a week, there's video footage of it. And you'd think they would assault him indoors. No, but he's still got to go to the store. Oh, so they'd walk out, and the next yeah. thing you know, he's walking with a limp because he only yeah. has one ball. Right. Yeah. So mm. uh, he probably didn't get his you know, teeth fixed, so he probably just was like, <laughs> you know. Footage from uh, October shows him walking and jogging, but the next clip showed him staggering along, being pushed by Corbett, who's one of the women, uh, before slumping on a fence. 
Mr. Pratt was also posting pictures of his injuries on his own Facebook account at the time with words such as my body hurt and my shoulder hurts. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is his page still up? We should look for that. Hmm. And apparently the, oh wait, I think that's okay. Mr. Justice Dove, I guess. His first name isn't actually Justice, but one of the officers involved in investigating the murder of Jimmy Prout said it was one of the worst of his career. Ooh. Yeah. So, that's you know, harsh. you know, that's bad. Um, Jimmy Prout died on February 9th, we believe, and was then taken to a corpse and dumped by these four officials who have all pleaded guilty to perverting the course of justice, he said. Hmm. I think this guy was the guy who was murdered. I think he was actually forced to write this article about his own murder because it, <laughs> it, it, it is written by a rotundo. I swear to God. It, 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 he was taken to a... It didn't even say that. It says he was taken to a cops. He was taken to a cops. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. So... Hmm. All right. Yeah. His corpse was... So prior to his death, uh, subjected to a number of serious assaults of a vile, degrading nature, uh, deteriorate, deteriorating in the last weeks of his life, and to his death. Uh, so they, the, the lawyer presenting the prosecution described the circumstances under which Jimmy died as from the Dark Ages, which you cannot imagine in 2016. Did they eat a lot of bollocks in the Dark Ages? Is that a thing that they did? I think they're, you know, I feel like this kind of shit goes on more now. I feel like in the Dark Ages, people were too busy farming all day to do this kind of bullshit. You know, what I mean? you know, they had some uh, the pretty... Spanish Inquisition, whose job it was to do that kind of shit, did that shit. Yeah, but they had you some know. pretty evil torture devices. You ever back see then. a Judas Cradle? Yeah, yeah, it's it's Ooh, it's, it's, it's awful. So I can yeah. kind of see that, but I don't think yeah. even back then the Dark Ages they were just like, yeah. no, we wouldn't make him eat his testicles. It's disgusting. Doesn't your brother own a Judas Cradle? I don't know. Yeah, does he? Maybe. <laughs> I know he owns a toilet seat chair for rimming. Right. Sure. <laughs> Or for checking if the Pope is secretly female. Oh, that's true. Yeah. The same thing. Remember that. So anyway, uh, yeah, he told him his teeth removed, blah, blah, blah. Scrotum opened up with a Stanley knife. Ooh, that's how they did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Severed meant to eat it. He was also hit over the head with a Jack Daniels bottle. <laughs> like, why is that? You, you don't, you know, you don't close with that. You open with the though, Jack Daniels bottle. I got to say they're resourceful, yeah. though. They're using yeah. the tools around them. Yeah. It's like they're not going out buying, you know, mm. particular set of, of tools here. They're mm. like, you know what? We can, like MacGyver, mm. you use what's in your environment. Mm. Not that that's a good thing. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Zaman was exerting a controlling influence over the three women who made up the gang. There and you so go. They're all charged with murder. Uh-huh. Wow. All Only right. two of them convicted, though. God, I want to know if uh, Jimmy Prout's family... Like what? Like did his kids go to Cambridge? Like where? Where? Like what happened to them? Are they? Are they like fully functioning members of society? Uh, I think they work at Pound World. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the mother and daughter that got tricked at Pound World. Yeah, and it was like I really want to know what the fuck was stolen. Yeah, because it was like just something really stupid too. You know, I, I think it had to do with. I think it was like yeah. Smarties or what's that candy that's for boys only. You know what I'm talking about? Kinder eggs? No, there's um, some kind of English sweet that's for boys only. Hmm. I, I bet you it was that. Anyway, all right, last story we got here came in from Mike. Uh, he says, this is classic sick and wrong fair. Hmm. Classic sick and wrong fair. Okay. It is. This is a classic sick and wrong story. <laughs> 
Uh, very sick, very wrong. Covers all the bases. Brain surgeon charged with child sex abuse gives up his license. Prosecutors in California are building a case against a Santa Cruz, California brain surgeon who allegedly raped multiple children with the help of two nurses since 1997. It's like two decades of raping. Jesus Christ. It's a busy rapist. Um, he wanted to impregnate women so that he could have sex with their children. So his, he has a fixed sexual desire to be a part of, a, of multiple taboo families where the parents raise their children sexually. That's a patient fucking man. Yeah, no, this guy's like playing <laughs> That's this That's a out. long game right yeah. there. That's this is really... like over a 20-year thing. Yeah. He's going to fuck the moms, mm. fuck the daughters, and then mm. fuck his grandchildren. So it's just one family of uh, perverts. Yeah, okay. It's, cre- that's, that's, it's really creepy. But you know... It, it's it's you know right now incest porn is like the most popular porn on the internet. Yeah. Like the other day, uh, I was uh, jerking off and I was on Pornhub or mm. no, not Pornhub. I was on ujiz.com mm. and uh, I was flipping through and I'm like, it was hard to find a a porn clip that had nothing to do with like. You I've know, no, you know, I've noticed that about stepmother you. Stepmother finds, yeah. you know, it's a what that I'm into incest porn. No, that you're more of a ujiz man than a than a Pornhub man. I've noticed yeah. that about you. I, mm. I kind of like ujiz better. Yeah. I like their I like their uh, UI better. Okay. Than Pornhub. I kind of mm. Pornhub kind of pisses me mm. off. I don't like the player in Pornhub. Right. I like the UI better than ujiz. Not to mention catchy URL. Yeah. You know, ujiz. Yeah. Um. But you anyway, do. I was flipping through it and I'm like, what the fuck? This is all like stepmother catches stepson. Yeah. Stepson's getting a bath from his from his mother and it's just like yeah. reading through i'm like where's this the normal porn yeah you know what happened to it <laughs> i just want to see like you know a normal threesome or something or whatever yeah. i just want to find normal porn going through it's all like the yeah. stepmom catches daughter yeah. or you know son fucks his sister stepsister on a trip it that's the thing now everybody's into it and you know what i i had step siblings in my childhood and it's like I didn't even really want to go to a Mexican restaurant to eat with those people, let alone let have alone a whole, you know, them. weird sexual situation with them. Yeah, but what if I can kind of understand if you're like your parents get divorced, you know, you live mm. with your dad or your mm. mom and you're like 16 or 17 and then your mom remarries and he has a 17 year old daughter. Oh, right. And then it and then it plays like. Oh yeah. oh yeah but i mean i could understand that though like a brady bunch situation so yeah yeah like okay. and if you think about the brady bunch yeah. i mean it wasn't uh not the gay or the dad was the gay one greg brady wasn't he boning marshall the whole time he was yes and cindy i think no i think that was like a whole t- cindy was fucking eight all right oh, okay what's the middle daughter jan and jan. jan was still i think jan got in on it she got in a little later I think there's a lot of fuck going on that If you're banging Marsha, what, what are you doing with Jan? You know? Come on. I don't know. And the, and the maid, what's the one? Oh, uh, Alice. Alice, yeah. Alice and her imaginary boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> the we never saw him, right? Did we never see him? We just heard about their drama. They had a lot of drama. There was a lot of drama going yeah. on there. Do you think this guy was uh, inspired by the Brady Bunch? Do you uh, think he saw it and was like, my goal? Because Brady Bunch is on when? 70s? Yeah. So this dude probably would have been like in his... I don't know, he's 19, he's like uh, 57 years old now, so 70, he's probably been like 17, well, 18. In- he was watching it and was just like, I want to make a whole family that just fucks each other. I mean, to incest fetishes, fetishes probably the Brady Bunch is like the Torah, you know, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure, so, you know. <laughs> the Koran of yeah. uh, incest fetish. Yeah. Um, so in this case here, 
Kohut, that's his name, mm. Dr. James Kohut, um, he faces 11 felonies. All charges are linked to sodomy, lewd acts with children, and other forced offenses. If convicted, faces a minimum of 165 years in mm. prison. Uh, he has a specific desire to have sex with a mother and a daughter. He then wants to impregnate the daughter and raise the child sexually mm. in the taboo family lifestyle. Mm. So to me, that seems like, how does that work? Like, how would that work? I mean, I can understand it would work if you're in an Amish community and you're, you know, ex you're, you're separated, alienated from the rest of society. But is this girl going to go to a normal school? Is she going to be homeschooled? I would hope that, yeah, it's going to be a homeschooling situation, you know? Is she going to eventually be able to date? Do they have neighbors? I mean, he lives in fucking California. You got to, I mean, unless he moves to like some rural community, like... Would if you're fucking your daughters and you're having this taboo family thing, and would you allow her to date outside the family? Or would you, she only be allowed to date her brother? I mean, you you've been to the Sultan CD, you know. <laughs> you know what things can get like out there. <laughs> I have seen. And what happens if he impregnates one? I guess he's a doctor. You, you know, you got more fucking mutants to work at the at the one restaurant. Yeah, but now you got like you know. Flabitamite children running around, <laughs> wet toed yeah. duck boy. Yeah, were you gonna fuck him too? You know, yes. I don't know. That's that's <laughs> weird. Would you be Would you be weirded out if you met a girl that was pretty hot, but she was part of this whole incest family taboo thing? Like she would have sex with her dad on a regular basis. Would you be weirded out by that, or could you roll with it? Because you're a pretty uh, accepting guy. She's actually fucking her dad occasionally while I'm having sex, like while I'm seeing. Well, not her. at the same time. Yeah, not like but while you're as having... a child, and she's cool with it. She wasn't. It's not like she was molested. Yeah, she by... was raised in the family. This has been since she's been a child. So like you meet her at like age thirty, and she still occasionally just gives her dad a handy or a blowjob. Would you be like weirded out by that, or would you be able to deal? You're that, pretty open-minded. That might be a little much for me. <laughs> you know that might be a little much for me pushing it. and I'll tell you why because if she's like oh no it's fine it was you know it really helped me in my sexual development I'd be like uh huh but the, the the thing is is that I'd just I'd be it'd be a time bomb oh yeah because it'd be yeah. like one day she'll just like you know cut off her arm and beating an old woman to death with it after fucking masturbating on a fucking clown or something. Something would happen. Some yeah. crazy thing would happen and I'm like, I don't want to be anywhere because well, it has near to warp you. I, and if yeah. it doesn't, well then you're there's something really, really wrong with right. you. Mm -hmm. You know? Um so there's two nurses that helped him out, Emily Stevens and uh, Rachel Brandon. Hmm. They're both charged with being part of the sex ring. He would constantly ask Brandon to bring him other girls. Uh, Brenda describes how the two of them made plans to adopt a child through a foster care facility and even had plans to try to adopt a child from Mexico. Hmm. Which you'd think would be kind of easy, wouldn't it? You'd think so? That shit is really difficult sometimes. Really? You know? Yeah. Mexican kid? yeah. That would suck for that kid, though. It's like right. you, you leave your third world country, you come over here, and it's like, oh, I gotta have sex with my parents? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's better than like flies in my. And he probably eyes, thought it would be like, you know. belly. <laughs> He probably thought it would got thought it would be like different strokes or something, you know. And then it's like, nope, nope. You know, it's sex dungeon actually, to the sex dungeon. I wonder if you should do a remake of Different Strokes yeah. with this because it sounds like it. Um, John Steele would be the man I'd, I'd hire to direct that if I direct, you know. So. Um, so another woman. The reason this this all came to light here is that three women came forward and started talking about the abuse. Mm. And another woman came back. She reported, or she came forward, and she reported in two thousand one 
that uh, she found defendants multiple online relationships. Like he had multiple online relationships. She found that all of his sexual requests were, were the same, basically. Bestiality, incest, and a sexual family. Hmm. Where's the bestiality come into play here? I know that, you know, your animals yeah. technically are part of your family, but really, you gotta fuck the dog, too? Stick with, yeah, I mean... Stick with humans. Keep it simple. Yeah. You got, you like, got one major deviancy, okay? Yeah, just like... You start packing them in there. They gotta too, throw the bestiality yeah, in there, too? It's too busy. It's too busy. Um, so, Kohat pled not guilty to, uh, to all the charges of sexually assaulting children, um, but he's been arrested and along with the nurses as well, because on May 14th, uh, Brandon's husband, the nurse's husband, turned over a phone to police that he found, her phone, that had, a, that had a video of Brandon and another nurse sexually abusing children. Hmm. So he took his wife's phone, found a video of her abusing children, and then uh, in the background, you can hear a man's voice telling him what to do. Mm. So they're saying that that's the, the, the doctor is directing this, this video here. Who the fuck are these guys who are getting these, like, you know, groups of women to help them do horrible things? I, I can't even get a woman to meet me for coffee, you know? <laughs> Gotta work on let, your charisma. Let alone, like, you know, raise a cult of fucking uh, dogmen fucking uh, step-siblings or whatever. <laughs> Jesus I, Christ! What do you do in that situation, though? If like you borrow your wife's phone and you see a video of her fucking children, like having sex, blowing toddlers, mm. would you confront her or would you just take the phone and go straight to the police? I I'm not a big guy in ratting people out. In that situation, I would probably I'd probably take it to the police. You wouldn't confront her about it and be like, "Hey, baby, no, um, no. can we go to Olive Garden and have a talk mm -mm. over some breadsticks?" It's a great way to get murdered. Yeah, I mean, she probably would. Yeah, she's protect the rest of your freedom for the yeah, rest of your life. Yeah, but if you're married yeah. to this woman for like 20 years, yeah. you wouldn't try to bring it up and be like, what's this? No, because I would be afraid that, I'm always afraid that somebody's going to like frame me for something, you or know? Cut your so I'd be afraid like, oh, I'll, I know how I'll get rid of this guy. I'll frame him for the crimes that I did. You know, <laughs> yeah, I guess that that's what I'm happening. in fear of all the time. So, um, so Kohut's uh, attorney here says the doctor doesn't appear in either video recording or photographs, and he's uh, doubting the um, the uh, believability of Brandon. I've you mean because he didn't want to be on camera, or because he's a vampire and he won't appear? He can't appear on. No, it's, his voice camera. was heard, but he wasn't oh, okay. in the shot. So uh, okay, he's, right. he's uh, disputing mm. the allegations mm. by Brandon, who, who, who he claims has already de demonstrated a willingness to lie to investigators. Mm. So he doubts that she's that honest, so he's trying to question her credibility. So who knows? Mm. So it's ongoing, but uh, what an evil man. Yeah. What an evil man with his evil incest family. I don't understand that. Mm. That's one thing I'm, I'm happy about. Thank mm. God my dad was not into incest porn. That would just be the creepiest thing of all time. That's a pretty low bar for things to be thankful for. Yeah. But, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad that didn't happen. Yeah. Anyway, people, send your story. Sigurald Podcast at Hummel.com. We have some phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, before we get to that, here's another word from Adam and Eve. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives I bought them all when I go home I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo 
When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, 323-522-4032 is that number. Remember, people, you got to keep it under three minutes or we're not going to play your call. Yeah. It's too long. You can't, can't have these meandering phone calls with no direction. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, need, if you need some direction, you know, maybe talk to one of these, uh, you know, semi-rotundo Svengali <laughs> fucking masters that run groups of maniacs and, and, and create incest torture f- farms you know let's do that we need a narrative yeah. structure a tight narrative structure with yeah. rising action <laughs> conflict yeah prefer <laughs> yeah preferably the uh, five act structure yes yeah that okay. that would be nice like hamlet um that being said we rarely ever get those calls yeah, yeah. in fact most of the calls we get kind of sound like the call we we're about to play ah. which i don't really quite understand what's going on in this mm-hmm. call you know i was like i was hit with like an amalgamation of emotions mm. i was like this is very disturbing. Mm. Is this a minor? Is this a scene from Gummo? Mm. Like, what's going on in this? Like, I, I couldn't really grasp. I don't know mm. the ages of these people. Mm. Is it a joke? Are we being prank called? Regardless, it's very disturbing. Mm. And I think there might be some demonic possession going on. Yes. Let's play it. All right. Well, hi. Well, hello. My name's Gianna. Um, I take my dick for a walk. I like three dick. times. I like she she says her name's Brianna. Mm-hmm. I take my dick for a walk. Mm-hmm. I like dicks. Mm-hmm. She sounds like she's eleven. Yeah. Do you think she's part of a family taboo scene? Do you think that a, a district attorney is currently building a case against us? <laughs> That's my concern. We don't know these yeah. people personally. Yeah. Okay. What's going on? She's with someone else. Yeah. How old do you think this girl is? Eleven sounds about right. That's yeah. so creepy. Yeah. It's hard to tell, though. I think these might be ghosts. Ghost children. You know? Yeah, yeah possibly. They had unfinished business, and they, they got lost on the way to... It's like that movie with Nicole Kidman. The, the way others. to heaven or hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Five dicks, but if they're small, then no one. If they're big, then yes. And then dicks. I mean, dicks, you know? I lied. I mean, some of them get personal contact with. I lied. I don't <laughs> That's so what was happening there. That's the demon Pazuzu. Okay, showing so very similar yeah. to Reagan and the Exorcist. Yeah, and like uh, Insidious or something. Something terrible. So, is this the girl speaking about the dicks, or is this the demon speaking through her about the dicks? The de- the demon is is behind this entire phone call, and but it can't hide its true no- nature the whole time. Like most of our listeners who can't, you know. Uh, do a call that's less than three minutes. The demon can't, you know, talk for fucking two minutes without going. Well, it felt like the demon was yeah. manifesting itself. It was while she was getting excited about the dick talk. Yeah. You know how many dicks has she really seen? I think she's part mm. of an incest family taboo mm. thing. Like she's probably talking about yeah. her dad and her brother's dicks. Because you know, if somebody's possessed by a demon, because they either will make that noise in the course uh, of a conversation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or you'll notice that they drink fresca. That's another way to tell. We don't know about that. Yeah. They do sound inebriated, though. Mm. 
Spinners on TV, that bitch. Spinners or quitters. Spinners or quitters. Amen. Put us on TV. Amen. A- amen. Praise Odin or Votan? Did she say praise Odin or did she say Prince ruined it? Prince ruined Amen, the TV show. I don't think he had anything to do with it. <laughs> I'm not sure. You know? th- Wait, I'm going to play that last part again because right. there's a lot. There's a sweat. There's a lot going on there. All right. Play, play Scholars are going to be fucking uh, breaking this down. For, we need to deconstruct this. Yeah, call. for decades. Savin Tavini, bitch. Something about sweaters. I thought she said winners or quitters. Oh. Spitters wear sweaters. Or did she say spitters or quitters? Do you mean, like, uh, do you think she's talking about oral sex here? Uh, I guess so. Or maybe she's, sure. maybe she's talking about those, uh, that weird dinosaur from Jurassic Park with the frilly neck that spits fucking goo at you. <laughs> That spits goo like at Newman from something. Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's probably what she's Those are the spitters, to. and that they wear sweaters now. Okay, all right. That makes know. it actually makes sense. Yeah. Recorders. Put us on TV. Amen. Put us on. Uh, Amen. Praise Odin. Praise Odin. I think is yeah. what she said. Okay. So maybe it's a demon that that you know is working for the Norwegian god. I feel like my pubic hair just turned white from what's <laughs> just from listening to this call. I, very creepy. I, uh, yeah, very uh, I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Mm. I really don't. Mm. It, it sounded like it could be a scene from the movie Gummo. Yeah, it really could. Clear, well, clearly the lamb has opened the fifth seal. Is what yeah. that means. Yeah. Some, something happened there. <laughs> you know, hopefully they're able to find a decent exorcist. Yeah, because uh, this girl needs some help. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can recommend when he's a little unconventional, but yeah. he, he gets results. So there you go, people. That's a typical call that we get here to the sick wrong hotline. <laughs> um, not much of a narrative uh, narrative arc going mm-hmm. on there, but um, mm-hmm. definitely left a lot for uh, for for deconstruction. You know, we're not the most popular podcast, but with you know demonic children. Yeah, we're, re- we're really up there. Sex you know? crazed demonic children yeah. were pretty popular amongst uh-huh. them. Yeah. We do quite well. They're they're an uh, yeah. underreported demographic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the the second call here we got from uh, is is from a, a lawyer, which surprised me because I'm like, wow, we actually have uh, white collared people listening <laughs> to, to this uh, this podcast. Yeah. But then also, <laughs> it's one of the the few times that I've I've been mansplained to. Have you ever done that? You ever are you familiar with that term mansplaining? I am, I am familiar with it. Yeah. You know, I never really knew that term till uh, mm. I met my girlfriend, mm. who's who's very. Uh, she she's very conscious of it. She's mm. very conscious of mansplaining, mm. and I don't really. She says I don't do it mm. probably because I don't really. I guess I don't really think about. It. I would never really mm. do that. I think it's mm. kind of. It's it's something mansplaining is kind of like mm. when a guy mm. would explain comic books to a girl, assuming that she wouldn't know anything about comic books because right. she's a girl. I could see you doing that about like record player shit. Maybe. Yeah. I, I guess maybe but, I could, but I mean. No. I would, but is it mansplaining when the girl doesn't know anything about it? Like if she's an audiophile or something, and I'm saying you're doing that, that would be mansplaining. Generally, the the, the everything is mansplaining nowadays, according yeah, to Tumblr. I, I thought the term uh, mansplaining you know, meant mm, like if mm, I'm assuming you don't mm, know jack shit about comic books, mm, so I'm going to explain the whole Marvel universe to yeah. you because you're a girl and you don't know anything about comic. I was books. trying to explain it to my bio dad, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm not," because you know he knows everything, so he likes to. 
save things because he knows everything. Um, and I'm like, you got to be careful, man, these days with the mansplaining. And he's, he thought it only applied to like if you're trying to explain to a woman how to prune a tree. Or that, some, you know, that would be mansplaining. That, that's the only way, yeah. And she yeah. might be like, you know, a horticulturist. So right. she knows how to prune trees. Yeah. But so, if you're talking about the Peloponnesian War, if you're educating a woman on the Peloponnesian War, that's not mansplaining. What According if she's to him, a history professor? Well, then and you she just, knows about it. Then you're just fucking stupid. So can you mansplain, like, could you mansplain to me? Mm-hmm. Can you mansplain to another, someone of the same sex? Or do you have to only, is it only an exchange between a man and a woman? I'm sure I could figure out a way to do it. Oh, okay. All mm-hmm. right. You can yeah. do it. Well, I think in this I call, could definitely mansplain to anybody about like Sanford and Son. You know? <laughs> you know, you, the, the combination to Fred Sanford's safe was 81165, which was the date of the Watts riots. Oh, I never knew that. I have an eidetic memory of that fucking show. And I wish I didn't. Damn fine show. Yeah. Um... But so in this call, I think we're being mansplained too. Okay. But may, in particular, you, because you brought up last week the whole, how many licks does it take to get to a center of a tootsie right. pop? So this lawyer knows a lot about that, about that subject. So we mansplained. Hey, sick and wrong. Uh, this is Godot. Um, pretty much an outlier in your listeners in that I'm a middle-aged, professional, white male, uh, married, have kids. On the other hand, um, the only thing that sounded odd about that was professional. Everything else <laughs> sounded right, you know. Well, we you yeah. know, we do have a lot of dads that listen yeah. to the show, a lot of married yeah. men that have kids, but I don't know how many lawyers listen to the show. And Probably I don't know, not many. Yeah, and his so his, his name's Godot. Okay. My profession is criminal defense attorney. My life is pretty much sick and wrong. Um, Get to talk about murder and child porn bukkake hmm. but anyhow what caught my attention you guys were talking about the old lollipop commercials about how many licks it gets to take to the center the kerosene said he kept biting it that's the point of the commercials uh, first of all <laughs> I feel like he because he, he went to fucking law school he feels like somehow this is more valid of an explanation you know like, oh, like that, that's the yeah. point of the commercial? Yeah, like he can explain, you know, uh, fucking, uh, you know, uh, academic owl law. You know, how <laughs> owls, you know, talk about eating candy. Well, I wonder, is that the point, though? Well, I don't know, because, look, oh, yeah, a lot of people bit into the fucking lollipops, right? But I'm the kind of person where, like, I could never just suck out a mint. I put a mint in my mouth. Within fucking five seconds, I've yeah. bitten it apart because I'm impatient. I don't have the patience to fucking wait to around. Go through, yeah, yeah. And actually figure it out. Not everyone is like that. Okay, I think there are some people that never bite a mint. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not one. I'm in the uh, mm. the yeah, I'm in your camp with that. Like right. if I put a, a peppermint or some kind of mm. ribbon candy in mm. my mouth, I'm going to chomp on it and I'm going to to bite it and mm. eat it. And same with a tootsie yeah. roll. And there's different ways to look at or that. Tootsie com- pop. There's whatever. different ways to look at that commercial. You know, it could be that like, oh, the owl just that's what way he likes to eat it. It could just be the owl. First of all, the owl wore a mortarboard. Which meant well, that he had some academic credentials, okay? Well, isn't there, but isn't the owl typically an, an archetype yeah, for... It's a scholarly yeah, creature. a scholarly creature. Yeah. So, th- is it a, a human... I, I, it's been a while since yeah. I've seen the commercial, but is it a human child mm. comes upon an owl right. to ask him the question, this question, right. how I mean, many this, licks? Because if you've ever encountered an owl in the wild, they will 
you know, offer you some interesting critical theory on T.S. Eliot before coughing up a mouse skeleton in your face. So that has happened. But uh, no, no, no. Like, it could be just this kid came to the woods, asked this owl. The owl could just be like, fuck you. You know, I have better, there's better experiments to do. So I'm just going to eat your fucking stupid lollipop. Fuck did, off. He, did he fuck give off. the lollipop to the owl? Yeah, he or did. did the owl have one? He gave it to the owl. So the owl took it and was like, well, let's find out and do this experiment. And then did like one, two, three. And Fairly then bit certain. It. Fairly okay, certain, that's, right. how, that's how it went mm. down. Okay, well, let's, let's see what else he has There's to different say ways to interpret the commercial is my point. The owl starts licking the lollipop, counts one, two, then bites it. At the end, it goes, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a two-year-old lollipop? The world may never know. That's the point. People bite it. Pay attention to these things. Right. You know, I don't know if that's the point of the commercial. I'm leaving your home today with a lot more hatred towards uh, lawyers and Koreans. <laughs> that's what's happening. So well, I hope you people are happy. You I know? think lawyers probably tend to mansplain a lot. Right, yeah. Because it's kind of part of the profession. Yeah. But I think this is a very narrow-minded yeah. view on this commercial. There could be lots of points to the commercial. This kid could have been like, you know... This owl is going to kill me. It was a huge owl. Yeah, it was, it was a anthropomorphized yeah. owl. Probably would bite his, you know, eat him and spit his skeleton up. Yeah. So this kid was just like, I'm going to distract the owl by giving him this lollipop and make my getaway. Right. You know, I mean, there's lots of different reasons that the thing could have been uh, could have been eating the, the the tootsie pop. And we don't even know where this owl got his PhD. You know, he could have gone to fucking University of Phoenix. In which case, everything he says is bullshit. So is the is the idea? It's like everybody bites it because it's too irresistible not to bite. I guess so. Yeah, that's the point. I'm sure it's, there's it lots of people nobody, out there though yeah. that do because like cause, lick it to the end. I would do that with the blow pops, but I would just I actually didn't like tootsie pops because I don't like tootsie rolls. You don't need tootsie rolls. They taste like shit. That's that's really odd. They don't taste that bad. They no. They you, it's like wax shit. They're, they're like, like that's how I chocolate. imagine. Like if if a gnome took a shit. <laughs> it would just That's, be this wax. It would be brown yeah, shit. the, the kind of tastes like chocolate, <laughs> but also kind of tastes like shit. I hate them. So wait, you would you would lick a blow pop till you got to the gum center? No, I would bite it pretty quick. Yeah, I would bite that center. too. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, sure. But I don't know if that's the only point. I think I, that's what I'm saying. I, I was in no hurry to get to the Tootsie Pop is my point. Well, there's multiple interpretations, yeah. though. There's a lot of interpretations. To this, to this thing. And for him to, to yeah. mansplain to us that it's just, this owl has to lick it, but he like you know bites the, bites the Tootsie Pop, and that's the point of the commercial is everybody bites it because it's irresistible. I beg to differ. Yeah, I mean, if you had gone to... Uh, if you would become a constitutional lawyer, like some of your, you know, fellow uh, classmates, you would understand that there's multiple interpretations to things. And, right? you know, furthermore, mm. let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you're Jimmy Prout. Yeah. You have no teeth because they've been chiseled out. Mm -hmm. How are you going to bite it? Yeah. You're not going to bite it. No. You're forced to lick it to the center. Yeah. You know, he probably can't mm. count that high because right. he's a rotundo. But at the and, same time, it's mm. like, I'm just saying, mm. I don't think this situation of... It's mm. too irresistible. You have to bite it. Applies to all cases here. Right, and and the more important question there is a uh, what part of his mutilated body will the owl eat? On, eat, you know. Well, that's the thing. Dead. Yeah, because the owls are so, savage creatures. They are. I mean, it would yeah. if if given the opportunity. And this wasn't just like you know a barn owl, like a tiny barn owl. It's like it was a large owl. It was a yeah. large creature that could speak. Right. <laughs> so I'm sure it probably was just like this human yeah. is uh, is food for me. Yeah. And that's why the kid gave him the, the Tootsie Pop. Yeah. It was David Bowie.
Oh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, uh, thank you for the mansplaining. Yeah. It, it, now I would never, I would have never been able to understand the true meaning of that commercial yeah, if it sir. wasn't for that. <laughs> So thank you for that. Um, uh-huh. All right, we have one more, uh, mm. one more call. Mm. This is an interesting one. It's a guy we haven't heard from in a while. Buttsucker ninety nine. Oh yeah, remember that guy? Oh yeah. He uh, composed a song. I had mm. no idea this kid was that talented. Mm-hmm. He's a songwriter. Yeah. And right. a performer. He performs a song that he wrote mm. about the show, about me and you. Lovely. Let's, let's check it out. Okay. Oh, I finally figured it out. Buttsucker ninety nine here. This is an intro. I love you, D, Simon, and I want to lick your ass. Harrison is a big fat Jew, and I want to pull your crack. I'd like to smoke crack with you and shoot some heroin, but you are... Do you think this is off the cuff? He's just making it up as he goes along, or do you think he he wrote it down beforehand? Did Melody sounds very familiar. I think he <laughs> is, cribbed it no. off something else. Uh, okay, I mean, but, look. But lyrically, though, yeah. is he coming up with lyrics like yeah, on the spot? He's no Steven Sondheim, this guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I think he's... Close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Quite a wordsmith, though. Yeah. I mean, he spent all afternoon on the bus writing yeah. this down. I'm sober, and I respect that, too. The Simon is a Jew, and so are you. But I like those guys because they're somatic like me. Somatic. Somatic. Yeah. Not Semitic. Somatic. Yeah. <laughs> like him. Is he also, is he part of the tribe? Well, that's think? when the Semitics get lost in semantics. <laughs> Semitic. Semitic's a whole other yeah. kind of Jew. Yeah. And I want to say goodbye, but I can't go far because I know it's like smoking that black tar. And I know what it's like. Okay. Hmm. Cardi's phone call. Oh, he became self-aware. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Wow. You know, yeah. I one thing about it, say what you will about yeah. the song, I'd rather listen to that than Smash Mouth. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. I'm hoping it'll, that will, this will be in my head for a week. Yeah. What the fuck is that? It's I don't know, me. but, it, but that's familiar. the thing. A lot of people yeah. wonder, like, do people with Down syndrome are they musical or capable of, like, you know, composing music? And I think who they wonders are. that? Nobody wonders. Lots that. of people do. <laughs> Lots of people wonder, like, could there actually be mm. a pop group, like a boy band of just rotundos? You know, I, mean, I, I okay, I've wondered. That. I'd pay to see that, but I mean, <laughs> it's not something I wonder. You know, I mean, Jesus Christ. What would it be called? Would would it be just Rotundo Direction or Rotundo on the Block? (laughs) Yeah. Backstreet Rotundos. Yeah. I like that. Wrong Um, wrong Direction. Wrong Direction. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Dude, we should totally do this. Wrong Direction. We'll get this guy to sing. We'll get a couple other dancers in Wrong Direction. (laughs) 
Oh, oh my god. Yeah, I like that. Mm. I, you know, Buttsucker 99 could probably be the front man for Ron yeah. Direction. And you know, to be fair, he did actually write me on Facebook and asked me for heroin. Oh, did he really? <laughs> yeah. No. You asked a man who's like currently sober, just got a rehab, to go get you heroin. Mm. That's that's not good. I think he's, I think he actually is a rotundo. Yeah, I said just go to MacArthur Park. You know. I know. I don't have the. You know. Come on. Be yeah. lazy. It's a young man's game. We should make a documentary about how to make the band, making the band, <laughs> wrong direction. Yeah, I mean it would it would save people from being uh, you know mutilated by sadistic gangs. Yeah, that's they'd true. join this group and they'd have a future. Do you think if like two jokers like us yeah. end up putting together a actual pop group of retarded kids mm. that would sing and dance and we'd write all the music? Do you think people would be like these guys are great? They're actually letting people who are mentally handicapped, you know perform or do you think people would be like these guys are fucking assholes i think it would get a reaction similar to uh, bum fights if you remember <laughs> bum fights <laughs> and it would probably end up with a, a sh short prison sentence for one or both of us yeah probably. somehow anyway i like the idea though wrong direction yeah i'm gonna start coming up with some song okay. titles <laughs> uh people call sick our hotline 323-522-4032 um iTunes, best way to listen to the show. Subscribe, rate, comment. We do appreciate that. YouTube, motherfuckers. Yeah. YouTube. Also, we have a YouTube channel that is, uh, is, is, is currently experiencing like a whole, I don't know, a smorgasbord of new content. Renaissance. Yeah, it's a renaissance <laughs> of uh, new content. Yeah. So, uh, so definitely check that out. Also, I'm working on some new uh, T-shirts to put in the Red Bubble store instead of Cafe mm. Press. So that's going to be coming soon. Uh, finally here, Sigarog Song of the Week was sent in from James from Newey. I'm assuming that's Newcastle. Hmm. He says, Hey, D and Harrison, my Sick and Wrong Song of the Week nomination is Turn You On by Stitched Up Heart. It's a metal song on BDSM by a female dominatrix. Hmm. I'd never heard this band. Have you ever heard of them? Stitched no, apart? but that sounds like, uh, what is it called? Uh, the What was it called? The Jenna... The Jenna Tortures. Yeah, the Jenna Tortures. Yeah, but Jenna Tortures... Mm. Actually, you know, you're, you're right. This this band sounds to me more like... I listen to the song. A little more like Lords of Acid. Okay, yeah. In that kind of vein, like yeah. sort of cheesy industrial. But they, they I think they're trying to do like a metal thing. I am the latch, a bitch, and I want to... Yeah. Um, <laughs> sit on my face. Yeah. But yeah, this kind of sounds like it. But she's hot. Lead singer's really mm. hot. I think the song's terrible. Mm. But uh, Harrison's never heard it, so we're going to end the show with it. Mm. He says, I'd make mm. sure I wasn't sitting too close to Harrison before putting this on, though, D. Mm. And there's an emoticon mm. with a wink. Mm. So I don't know. Uh, maybe I shouldn't. I think he's warning me not to play this song in your presence. Uh, sure, yeah. You spontaneously will just orgasm, probably, <laughs> as soon as you hear it. Yes. Um, we'll have to get you down to Australia, mate. Apart from crazy expensive blow, it's pretty great. Hmm. Binge drinking is a national pastime. I'll throw another shrimp on the barbie for you. Sure, I, I'd love to come down there and mm. uh, do some blow, drink some Fosters. Mm -hmm. um, James from Newey. So Newey must be uh, New South Wales, not okay. Newcastle. I was thinking right. Newcastle, but since it's Australia... New South Wales. Mm. All right. Well, thank it's, you, uh, James. How weird is it? Settle new country, and they're like, "Yeah, let's rename this. Let's name it after Wales." Yeah, a lot of fond memories <laughs> like in that new place. New South Wales. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what do they? They, they don't. Do they have sheep in Australia? Oh or yeah. Do they shag like platypus or something no. or whatever? <laughs> no, that's dead. A platypus is like every 
fiber of its fucking being is poison. So you can't even touch those fuckers. Koalas, that bet you, I bet them. you there's been a guy in New South Wales, probably in Adelaide, that's yeah. fucked a koala. They're pretty mellow and soft, so yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to end the show here with Turn You On by Stitched Apart. Thank you, Jason. People will be back next week with episode uh, 590. Um, good luck in, uh, in the UK. Safe travels there, Harrison. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week. Until then, take a season. Peace.
only two options, kill or be killed. Hey, dickheads, why are you so fucking late for, man? The fuck? Uh, thanks, bye.